Oh yeah, I feel like you it's me, Alan Smith, but we've Brooklyn Studios out today's paper on Friday, June the 9th. Um, so, um, uh, back in the land of Levin, after we were, uh, were due to Chester Hotel last night, which was uh, uh, tip top, and um, yeah, just had a wee bit of fuzzy heated this morning for a, for a while, but um, kind of come to you now, and uh, all fit and raring to go. But uh, yeah, rare night hard by all, and uh, you know, unfortunately, snockery jocks in the wind. The um, if but they were interdental, but um, uh, you know, it was great to meet all the other folk that was in the same category as us as we start up businesses and uh, you know, some great, great things on offer for the northeast of Scotland, that's for sure. So, um, look out for loads of uh, great company, great things coming for um, some companies that say it's just starting up just now, great folk as well. Um, anyway, front page of paper today is um. Anger is locals lose fight to halt West End homes. So, uh, residents in Aberdeen's West End lost their fight to halt controversial plans to build more than a hundred houses in their neighbourhood. Councillors have given the green light for 77 dwellings at the flat and site of the Al Three Tops Hotel and 30 affordable properties for Brayside Primary School once uh, stood. The proposal sparked a raft of objections from disgruntled locals who won't even claim in the affluent area was no place for families living in poverty. Um, as councillors debated the plans yesterday, resident Ray Grant told him the towering complex at the treetop site would ruin his privacy. Um, Mr Grant said our garden and upstairs bedrooms would be grossly overlooked we are going to be plagued all the time. But both projects were backed by six votes to four. Uh, speaking afterwards, Lib Dem councillor Martin Gregg said this decision is very disappointing. Everybody's angry, but there's nothing they can do about it. However, the SNP's uh, Karen McRae said the city is screaming out for social houses. So, well, um, can be very controversial, certainly. You know, for sure, that folk up here when they went in there, uh, like a new house is built right next door to them. But, um, you know, might end up being better than a hotel, which would have had some guy shenanigans going on for a while, you would have thought. And, uh, you know, folk has to, to buy some wine. I guarantee that houses will be gotten snapped up as quick as as quick as you can say drop them once in. Now here is the Sioux tribe, a stunning in uh, solidarity with Mern's protest against violence. So Native Americans who have fought a campaign against an oil pipeline through their sacred lands are back in the fight against a line of super pylons planned for Aberdeenshire and Angus. In 2016, the Standing Rock Sioux tribe became part of a protest against a uh, 1,172 mile underground pipeline in the northern uh, states. Its route took it near the tribe's reservation on the border between North and South Dakota. The controversy reached the White House, but oil continues to flow through the pipeline. Now the Standing Rock protesters have offered their support to Merns and Angus campaigners who are angered over the contour uh, to Fidesz to Teeling overheat power line that will run for almost 70 miles through the countryside. There's growing opposition to the scheme and increasing anger over what locals claim has been a lack of proper consultation. Um, Scottish Hydro folks say the project is in its early stages and has extended a deadline for feedback until later this month. Um, Ralph Young of the Angus Pylon Action Group said the Standing Rock Sioux have reached out to show their support. Um, and this money for Benjamin Inch Bear near Edzol, 
said uh, the Standing Rock Native American protesters reached out to express their solidarity and offer support to our cause. The Sioux tribe made international headlines for their courageous stand against the Dakota pipe. Um, oh, good. He says, at first I thought it was a hoax uh, when they posted on our campaign page. But the fact that somebody in their group thought they are um, thought he, there are people here essentially involved in a similar fight so how folk around the world feel about these major projects like these. Um, so, well, it's pretty amazing to think of, uh, you know, for, um, North Dakota and South Dakota to um, contour and Fidesz and dealing. Um, you know, everybody's going up in arms about this violence, but I fear that it might be the same way as the, the flats at um, the Al Hotel uh, in the first story. Because um, once these big companies get their ideas, they're not often very willing to back down. But um, we shall see. Now, here's uh, MP should apologise over a tweet slamming drag queen story time. So, a Scottish government minister has called on Douglas Ross to apologise for his comments about a drag queen story hour event for children. Equalities Minister Emma Roddick suggested the Scottish story leader should attend the show in question, an event he has described as totally inappropriate for youngsters. Mr Ross was in the Scottish Parliament chamber at the time of Mr Roddick's remarks and appeared angered by them. He has already stood by his original tweet and said his political rivals are ignoring the concerns of his constituents. On Tuesday, he tweeted his opposition to an event taking place in the Elgin Library this weekend, featuring Murray's very own Miss Lossie Mouth, the event is described as a fun and interactive show suitable for kids aged 0 to 6. Mr Roddick was asked yesterday about the government's efforts to tackle LGBT discrimination. She said ministers have recently published a plan to deal with hate crimes and are in the process of drawing up an action plan for non-binary folk. Um, she said Mr Ross may want to reflect on his recent comments, which follow others uh, that he's made in regard to gypsy travellers as well. We all know there has been a proud tradition of drag artists in our society for many decades. Unless Mr Ross also wants to stop children going to pantomime, I suggest he apologises for his comments, reflects and attends the reading session in Elgin Library. Because he might learn something, in the meantime, they have my support and my sympathies for his undeserved backlash. Earlier this week, Mr Ross but as also MSP for the Healings in Islands, said, I make no apologies for standing up for issues of importance to the folk I represent uh, in Murray, many of whom share my concern. So, well, what a stramash of this um, uh, drag artist going to be reading his stories to kids now, but um, he's certainly a fan of it, and um, it sounds like some of the folk in his constituency are bending his log about it, but... Um, well, it's not going to heed anyway, so he'll maybe hit it going along and uh, maybe go and disguise himself and uh, listen and see if it's are the furores about. But, uh, yep, this could uh, just be the thin end of the wedge, I think, and there'll be a lot of, maybe a lot of folk supporting him, and certainly be a lot of folk kind of go at him, I think. Now here is a Hoy wins Isle Race against a swimmer. So Olympic champion cyclist Sir Chris Hoy come out on top in a race against endurance swimmer Ross Edgeley to raise awareness of ocean conservation. Uh, Sir Chris cycled almost 30 kilometres around Loch Harport on Sky, while Edgeley swam 5.5 kilometres in the water. Uh, 
it's normally the best place to swim, I would say. Um, anyway, uh, despite sustaining a punctured his bike, uh, Sir Chris still beat Edgley by about 10 minutes. The Olympian completed 28.6 kilometres in 54 minutes at an average speed of 31.5 kilometres an hour. That's probably faster than some buddies would drive. Uh, while Edgley navigated the wild waters in 1 hour 5 minutes. Actually, the race to the Talisker distillery, so <laughs> I can understand why the race, I knew that, would be a rare place to finish up. Anyway, the race to the distillery saw Edgley stung by a jellyfish, a jellyfish while in the water. Yeah. Um, it came as part of the Parley for the Oceans campaign, which aims to raise awareness of the beauty and fragility of the oceans and boost projects that can end their destruction. It's sponsored by Talisker, which has its distillery on the shores of Loch Harport. The race took place in World Ocean Day yesterday. Sir Chris said, it was uh, just a wonderful experience. It's near really about far as in. <laughs> it's how was the folk at when it's that. It's about raising awareness. It's just a pleasure to be part of it. I really enjoyed it. I had a little problem during the race, but uh, when I was a puncture, but luckily we had a following vehicle with full support. So <laughs> some peer gadget had to go out and fix his puncture. I was really panicking. I thought it was going to be really tight. Um, Talisker is supporting Parley for the Oceans by donating £3 for the sale of every bottle of its Wilder Seas single malt to the organisation. Sir Chris prepared for the challenging train of Sky by cycling on the Zakynthos in Greece while he was on a holiday with his family. So, well, that's certainly been a heck of a lot warmer likely, although I think the West Coast has been a... Um, you know, enjoying a, a very warm spell. They've certainly been about double the temperature we've been here in the East Coast for most days, so, well, in the 20s most days, so it's probably a wise thing to practice over in Greece. But, um, yeah, well, anyway, you know, well done to pair him. It's a fantastic thing. And, oh, for swim, us for swimming an, an hour in the water and getting stung by a jellyfish. Oh, no, thank you. Um, so, anyway, well done to pair them, isn't it? Certainly... You know, we have pickle stories in the papers and do exactly if it's a wintry today, raise awareness about the, the state of the oceans. Now here's a foreign workers vital for seafood sector. This is the Tory MP. So uh, the Tory government in Westminster has been urged by one of its own Scottish MPs to extend its seasonal worker visa scheme to the seafood processing sector. Uh, David Ducat, if I represents Bumpf and Buchan, said it will improve labour availability in the busy run-up to Christmas and New Year. Industry Chief Jimmy Buchan agrees, saying it is disingenuous of the government to be supporting one part of the food supply chain, which is crop pickers, but no fish processors. In the horticultural industry, the scheme was recently extended for 45,000 to up to 55,000 migrant workers in 2024. It means a lot more temporary workers can, for overseas can be employed to pick and pack edible and ornamental crops next year. Extending the seasonal visa scheme to seafood processors would allow them to recruit foreign workers to come to UK for up to six months. Um, Mr Ducat said it would give them the labour they need to cope with increased demand for salmon and sea scallops over the festive season. So, well, I'm sure he'll keep pressing on it, but, um, you know, they wouldn't need an awful lot of workers to come over and uh, prepare on a salmon or scallops for me. I'm uh, yeah, a great big fish hand and... Um, even last night at the very fancy Chester Hotel, when I realised the starter was some kind of salmon in a, a pastry dish kind of thing, I was, 
I, I did try my best to eat it, but I just, it wasn't for me, so I think I quite discreetly moved on to my wife's plate. She likes a salmon and all that kind of stuff, but um, I was much happier with the main course, which was beef, and uh, that is at me of my line. So um, anyway, yeah, but it sounds like a bit of common sense to get asked, you know, there's foreign markers wanting to come and work here, and there's no, no folk about Peter Heed or Fraser wanting to work in the, uh, up to, in the run up to Christmas, then um, lots of foreign loons and coins come over and get a, a job for a few months, and that's what they're wanting to do. Now I'll just finish up with sport as normal, and the uh, back page of the paper today is a... Uh, um, Euro trips can help keep duo, says Miller, this is a neighbor, Miller, this is former Don Lee Miller, uh, hopes European group stage action will keep strike duo Duke and Bojan Milovsky at Petodri next season. And he reckons the prolific strike partnership can lead a charge by the Dons to split the old firm in the Premiership. Um, Everdeen are braced for potential bids for goal heroes Duke and Milovsky during the summer transfer window. They scored 36 goals. Uh, in our competitions last season, 18 each. Premiership clubs uh, Everton and Burnley uh, have uh, been looking at Duke, and um, Championship clubs Blackburn Rovers and Hull City are uh, also monitoring him and I. If I was uh, Duke was Everton's player of the season. And uh, Serie A clubs Bologna and Spezia both sent representatives to watch Duke and Miofsky in action, while Southampton and Lazio have been credited with interest in Miofsky. So, Plenty of teams looking at this tour, and um, you know, fingers crossed, everything can hang on to him for at least one more season because uh, you know they could potentially go on for strength to strength and um, make a big odds to the to, to the Dons this year. So um, fingers crossed, they can hold on to him and that's you know get another year with him and then sell him on for a a big whack of money. But <laughs> just the way the world in fact, but but um, yeah, just hang about lads and. Uh, try and win a trophy for everybody now, it'll just be great stuff. So, come on, everybody. Now, that's me, Dom Friday. Now, it's the wee Pocklist uh, Pressing Journal on Friday, June 9th, uh, 2023. So, um, same kind of weather uh, pattern today. It was um, not quite so fine in the morning, a bit of duller and overcast, but um, yeah, back at dinner time, the uh, clouds started to burn off and uh, come about to uh, half past two, three o'clock. But, uh, Lovely, glorious sunshine and um, a very fine evening too. So um, we could just be dealing with the sun coming out a bit earlier. Um, I, I, about nine o'clock in the morning, that would be tip top. So um, anyway, thanks for, for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, uh, please make sure and tell somebody about it. Just a, you know, a stranger you meet in the street or a pal. Uh, only the two of them would be uh, uh, dandy. And then let them can, they can follow the Doric Express on Spotify. That is just a... Uh, the very cool thing to do nowadays. Um, so if you could do that, it would just be uh, dandy. Uh, so in the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Toodaloo. Let the constitution speak to